Shabbos Dav Samach Gimel. The Mishnah tells us that according to Chachamim, there's an isidary rice for one to walk out into Shusarabim with war gear, such as armor, a sword, an arrow, a spear, even a club that has a nice ball at the end with spikes, a bola. It's not considered jewelry, nobody shows off with it. It's disgusting, actually. But according to Rebbe Lezer, no, people like to show off with it, and therefore it's considered jewelry. It's only awesome with the Rabbanon to go out with it. According to one Lashon of Lezer, when Mashiach comes, we're no longer going to need these tools, and therefore nobody's going to use them as jewelry. He argues with this, in this sheet, the Anshmuel, who holds, that when Mashiach comes, nothing's going to change. The only thing that's going to change is that Klai Yisrael is not going to be in Golas anymore. We're all going to be in Eretz Yisrael. We'll have a Beis Hamikdash. But there are going to be wars between the Goyim, and these tools will be necessary. According to another Lashon, though, according to Eliezer, these tools, in fact, won't be bottled for Klai Yisrael, and he holds like Shmuel. In other words, he argues in Rebbechia. Why does Rebbechia hold that these tools are considered an adornment, a tachshet, jewelry? Because it says in the Pasuk, take your sword and put it into its holster on your hip, this should be your splendor and your glory. The Gemara says, wait a minute. The Pasuk is referring to Divri Torah. says Gemara, yes. It's referring to Divri Torah, but you cannot look away from the simple meaning of the Pasuk. The simple meaning of the Pasuk says, take your sword, referring to a real sword. Says Rav Kahana, I was 18 years old when I finished Shas. I knew all of Shas. And I didn't know of this concept that a mikra yoytzim de pshutai until I learned it now. In other words, says Rav Kahana, you have to learn all of the Torah, Ligmar, the Hadr Lizbar, and then only afterwards go into the depth, go into the Lambdas, try to understand it deeper. But first you have to know all of Torah. The Gemara goes into a series of Chavrusas, Tamid Chacham, that are learning together, and they're on different levels. Two Tamid Chachamim that sharpen each other with Halacha, with Torah, Sakaj Baruch gives them Hatzlacha, and they rise to greatness. But they have to be learning Lishma, and they can't be learning for Gaiva. And then there'll be Zaycha, the Torah that was given in the right hand. It says in the Pasuk, the famous Pasuk, Oyrech Yomim B'yemina, B'smoyla Oyshev Echavayit, says the Gemara, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you learn Torah with your right, in other words, you do everything to the end, you'll only get Arichas Yomim, longevity, and you won't get Oyshev. It means you'll get longevity and wealth. But if you learn Torah like a lefty, in other words, not complete, you don't go down into its depths, then you'll be zaycha to something, you'll be zaycha to wealth, but not to longevity. If two Tamil Chachamim sit together, and they're calm with each other, they, they talk in calmness, they listen to each other, so Midah Kenegad Midah, will sit down, and listen to them. If they teach each other, Tyra, in other words, they accept from each other, then Midah will listen to them and answer them. Just like you accepted me, HaKadosh will accept what you're asking from him and give it to you. But in Shalom, you don't do that. You don't listen. You don't accept from your Chavrusa. Then HaKadosh will leave. If two people get together to understand Torah, then HaKadosh loves them. Says Rava, that's talking about a situation where they already had the seed. They heard some of this Torah. Now they want to elaborate. And they don't have a Rebbe to teach them so HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves them. If a person thought about doing a mitzvah, but he had an oinas, he couldn't do it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu considers it as if he did the mitzvah. If you do a mitzvah as you're supposed to, with all the halachas and everything around it, then you won't hear a bad psura ra. 
And even if Akash Baruch Hu makes a Gzeira, you could be mevatel the Gzeira. Gemara tells us, what's better, to give a poor person a loan, or to give him a gift? The answer is to give him a loan. Because a gift, he'll be embarrassed. A loan, he'll be happy, he thinks he could get paid back. It says Gemara, and there's something better than both of those things. And that is, doing business with a poor person. Giving somebody money to invest. And you share the investment. That person feels good. He feels like he's doing something. He's accomplishing. The Marshal says maybe he'll get even more money because of that. And therefore it's better. A Tamad Chacham who has bad midas. He does. He takes revenge. He's like a snake. He's better to be his friend. Because you learn something from entire Rather to, to be an Amaharetz's friend. Nigmaramis' his friend. Who could steer you wrongly in Torah, even though he has beautiful midas, he's a pious person, he's a chassid. Pasuk says, In other words, when you're young, enjoy life, do what you want, follow your heart. And in that same Pasuk, the Torah flips around and says, You should know, There's going to be a din one day. What's going on here? One shot is the Torah is talking about a yeter toiv, and then the Pasuk goes to the heart. Or vice versa. The Torah starts off with the Yitzhahara and then moves on to the Yitzhahara. Or the Torah is telling us, learn as much Torah as you can. But when you learn, you do the Dafiyayim, you do the 8 minute, apply it to yourself. Don't just learn it. You have to apply it. You should know that. Because Baruch Hu knows that you know this stuff now. You better apply it to your life. There's a beautiful mashal of the Dubba Magid who says that there was a poor person who didn't have a penny to his name and he went to Shul to look for a meal. And the guy said, you know what? Why do you need a Shnar meal? Come with me to a hotel. There's a special hotel here that gives free room and board. Stay as long as you want. He goes to the hotel with the guy. He checks him into the Ritz-Carlton. And he stays there for a week. And he's about to check out. The person at the front desk says, $7,700, $1,100 a night. He says, but the guy told me it's free. So the guy lied to you. He didn't know what to do. This guy in the lobby, the guy tells him, listen, who told you to check out? Stay there. Stay for a month. Stay for a year. Who cares? You don't have money. Stay for as long as you want. Says the Dubba Magna. A person wakes up at midlife and he says, what did I do? I did all these Averis. Let's do Tshuva. Says the Eitzar, don't do Tshuva. It's not a good idea. Stay in. Don't check out. Keep on doing your Averis. But that doesn't make sense. Because every day costs you $1,100. Versus earning who knows how much entire currency if you do learn. Says the Gemara, there was a woman who, the Gemara is discussing dogs and you shouldn't be Megadal Kelevra if you have a dog. It chases away the poor people, you won't do tzedakah, it prevents chesed. So the Gemara, a woman walked into somebody's house to bake bread, and he had a dog, and it barked, and it scared her, and she lost her pregnancy, and he says, why are you so scared of a dog? I took out his teeth, I, he doesn't have claws, she said, it's too late. My pregnancy is over, in other words, be careful with a bad dog. We have in the Mishnah, Beerus. Beerus is a belt that goes around the sack to make sure the sacks don't fall off. According to Robin, it's on a Beerus is on one belt, and a Kavl is it's two belts, and according to Ravuna, it's two belts with a chain between them. Why do you need this chain? So that there were certain families that had very large steps in order to prevent them from having large steps and losing their psulim. And Rabbi Yirmi agreed to that pshat and he said, he woke up from his sleep, he heard it, he said, you were mechaven to Rabbi And with that, have a wonderful day.